Have you heard about Tampa's newest all-natural skincare brand? All-natural skincare is cruelty, paraben, sulfate, and gluten-free. It's made with plant-based European ingredients sourced from all around the Mediterranean region. You can visit their website and see all the available product lines at Pell, that's P-E-L-L-E hyphen natural, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-E dot com. And for all my listeners, I'm offering a 10% discount with code STEPH10. All right. Thank you, everybody, so much for uh, watching here and listening to Discontinued Now What? I have uh, Robert Kittredge here with us. I'm super excited to talk about uh, not only human design, but, you know, gene keys. Like, so, Robert, you know, tell everybody just a little bit about yourself, a little bit of a background and kind of why you got into human design. You know, everybody has a story, which I, I absolutely love. And everyone's story is so completely different. So, <laughs> yeah. well, most of my life, 30 years, I was a firefighter. And so oh, that's okay. where I spent most of my life. Um, married three times early. I was married when I was 16. I mean, so um, a lot of things in my life. But in August of 2019, I left a 22 year marriage mm -hmm. and um, no fault of any. I mean, it was just a lot of things. But shortly after that, I was introduced to human design. And um, so three things, plant-based medicine, which okay. has been miraculous for me, I love human it. design, and then shortly after that, gene keys. So when I sat down, was introduced to human design, um, it, it hit me um, that it gave me all the answers I've been looking for for years. I mean, it, it, yeah. it was, I look at it from a mechanical standpoint, and it was my owner's manual. And it answered all the questions of why I'd done the things why I did, you know, and it gave me now a roadmap for the future. That's what yeah. I love about it is it. And, and it was able, the person I was working with was just beautiful in that she, um, like there was no judgment. Like when things would come up and we'd look at it, it's, yeah. it was, it's just, the, it's just the way the body's wired. Right. And exactly. uh, yeah. And then I went into certification and um, spent what three, four years going through certification. And then shortly after that, I was introduced to Gene Keys, which is kind of a companion to human design. So okay. human design is more the um what they say is the more masculine. It's the more kind of the slap of who you're not being, you're not self. <clears throat> Whereas Gene and what do you Keys, mean by not not self? Yeah. What is that? What does that mean? So we are we have a certain design. It's the way our energy moves. It's what, so for me, I'm what's, I'm what's called an emotional generator. So five, two, that's my profile. Okay. Quad right, emotional generator. Um, and with that, I was, you know, um, generators are made to respond, not mm -hmm. to initiate, not to manifest, not to, and that's what I've been doing all my life was just trying to make, you know, we're taught if it's going to be, it's up to me. And, you know, if you hit the obstacles, you push through and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So when I realized that most of what I had been doing was through what's called not self or conditioning. Okay. So I yeah. believe we're born whole and perfect in every way, right? We're born, we're born with everything we need in which to live our purpose. But people look out there for our purpose. Instead, it's in here. 
My, right. my favorite saying, and you may have heard this somewhere, is that the kingdom lies within. Yeah. We have the answers. We just may not necessarily have the key. And that Absolutely. conditioning, yeah, <laughs> and that conditioning takes us away from who we truly are. So that's the not self. And that depends on how many open centers you have and which centers each center has a different not self. Um, and most people, that's where they operate. They're, they're operating in their not self because they, so many people are so highly conditioned to not be yeah. who, who they are. For sure. And that's, that's something that I've actually been kind of, you know, working on myself is the, the, I always call it the box theory. So if you don't fit this box, if you don't fit that box, like, okay, where do you go? Like you're not, uh, married by a certain time, have kids by a certain time, have a career by a certain time, you know, and for me, it was, it was, it was pretty difficult. So I had, you know, I had a, you know, big job and all this stuff, I had a company with my late husband and all this. And then, you know, when he passed away, I was just like, oh man, I have to start all over again. Like I have to literally start from scratch. And then I, I kind of took a step back and I was like, it's not scratch, it's experience. Whatever this, experience is good, bad, and different. Okay. I have to learn from it, take whatever lesson that I'm going to take from it and do something with it. Hence now the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and if I may, I kind of teach through principles, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that human design has done for me and a lot of other work I've done is I've suspended good and bad. So anytime okay. we look at something as good or bad, that's judgment. Does that make nice. sense? Yeah. So what I look at, and you said it, is everything that's happened in my life has been perfect, has absolutely been perfect. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is, has it been effective? And that's okay. the shift. What happens is, I believe, and no research, this is only my work and my, my experience, is that once we start to tell the mind that it's wrong, right, what yeah. we've done was wrong, we go into judgment. We wonder why. The whole jazz, yeah. But if we honor it, thank you for giving me that. Thank you. Here's what I learned or not. Mm -hmm. And then here's what I want to create. See, I yeah. believe we are spirit. We're God. We're source. We're whatever you want to believe in. That's inside of us. And how can we not be if we're created in the image of whatever right. you believe? And that image, that, that source only creates perfectly. That's you. That's me. Now, what society has done is taking who we are as a soul mm -hmm. and taking what we do as a behavior and they've mushed it together. Okay. Does that make yeah. sense? Does yeah. That resonate? Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> so if totally. we can separate that out, right? I call it tweezering. If we can tweezer it out and start to look at our behavior and say, wow, that, that really didn't work. That was pretty ineffective. Mm -hmm. Then why do I keep doing it? <laughs> right? Why yeah. do I keep, the, right? Einstein the said, circle. Doing the same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results is called insanity, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's because it's our, either our conditioning or our wiring. One of the two. Mm -hmm. chances are it's conditioning. You were told to be a certain way. You were told you weren't exactly. successful if, if you weren't married by 30 and had kids and had a career and had a, that's why our kids today, are under such pressure for sure and the suicide rate is so high because they don't fit in the box anymore stephanie yeah. and and 
that's the problem is we've tried to put a box or put us, everybody, it's called homogenization. Mm-hmm. We're trying to put everybody in a box so they can be led. Yeah. Does that make sense? That was a little rambling. Totally. Does that make no, sense? no, it's, it totally makes sense because it's something that, you know, I've, I've been kind of, I go against the grain. I've been going against the grain my whole life and, you know, kind of tapping into, you know, Reiki and different things and just kind of learning about who I really am and what I really want to do. And, you know, going into some human design and, and learning generator and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, this is why I do things a certain way, or this is why I respond certain ways to certain things or whatever the case may be. And it's also how we speak to ourselves. It's, it's, it's the words, the words that we use. So exactly like you said, I use principles and I'm saying, you know, good, bad, and different. Nothing is good. Nothing is bad. Everything is just, it is. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I need to work on my words, you know? And that's a lot of us, like you were saying, also conditioning what we're taught, you know, how, you know, this is how I did it. So you're going to do it the same way or whatever the case may be. And it's not like that. And, and, and a lot of people are fearful of that because they think, okay, so I have to do X, Y, and Z by this time. And if it's not in that pattern, I'm a failure. And it's, that's not the case at all. You know? Yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. It's, so I got a couple of things that are coming in here and we'll see (laughs) where we drop them in. I want to stay with this for a second. Then I want to touch on something you said, but see, once we honor the mind, once we honor the conditioning, not try to get rid of it. And this is, so I also do what I call shadow dancing. I, I create a safe space for people to step into and walk with their shadows. But what we want to do is we want to push away the shadow, right? We want to put, we don't want to confront it. We don't want to go there, but here's the deal. You'll never find your gift. And this is part of gene keys is every, every gate. So if we think about human design has gates, 64 gates. Mm -hmm. So every gate has a shadow, has a gift and has a city S H I D D I highest level of enlightenment. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Most everybody runs in their shadows. But if you don't look at the shadow, if you don't embrace it, if you don't bring it in, if you don't love it, you can never release it. Because the more we push it away, force yeah. negates. The more force I give, the more force it pushes back. Yeah. But if I just bring it in and just, ah, uh, and be thankful for it, great. It sucked, but it was awesome. Thank you. Right. Right. Then I can say, great. Don't need you anymore. Thank you. See you. Mm-hmm. And now it leaves me open to create. Yeah, it's like the uh, the the balance. You know, you get rid of the bad, but you have to bring in the negative, so you fill in that space. Or, or you know, get get rid of the bad, bring in the positive to fill in the space. Right, but what happens is people will let go of the bad, mm-hmm. and they fail to refill it with something different. And what the mind does, and it'll work for a while, right? It'll yeah. work for a while. But what the mind does is it's going to find the first opportunity, especially through an open or undefined center. So -hmm. if you have an open or undefined heart, that's the number one not self-centered. And the whole thing about the heart, it's not about love. The heart is about self-worth, ego, and value in human design. Yeah. And if you have an undefined or open, and there's a difference, 
is that you don't know what your value is. You don't have a self-worth. You don't, it's not consistent. So you are either working in what everybody else has told you your worth. And I do this a lot with my travelers. uh, And I say travelers, I don't have clients. I have travelers. Okay. And I don't work with them. I play or dance. And that's okay. I like that. (laughs) It's all about, you know, here's the deal, Stephanie. If we're going to make up a story, let's make up a good one. Yes, for sure. (laughs) And and the words and everything we have today are nothing but what I call agreed upon reality. We say this word, grief, is such a thing. Is it? It it is because we've agreed to it. So why can't we look at being with somebody instead of work? Who wants to work on themselves? I sure don't. Right. But I never got to play as a child. I mean, I grew up in a very alcoholic, emotionally, physical, mental, abusive household. Mm -hmm. Um, I never got to play. I never got to be angry. I never got to be sad. I never got to be happy. I never, I mean, those things for me, and as an emotional generator, my authority comes through emotional clarity. So for five years now, I've been learning what it is to feel. Yeah. Um, And 30 years in the fire service, right? With the stuff we'd see at the time I was in it, luckily it's changing now, but the time I was in it, you didn't talk about what you saw. You didn't talk about the gore, the grief, or the, you didn't talk about the pain. You didn't, you went home and stuffed it. Yeah. And, and, and so now this last five years for me has been just excavating, right? Just looking at all this stuff and figuring out what it is that's effective for me moving forward. I give value to my past, but I don't stay there. Yeah. I don't live there. And that's the issue. You said most- that. That's a beautiful saying. Give value to the past, but don't live there. Yeah. That's awesome. But think about it. The majority of the people spend most of their time in their past through regret. I wish they would have done it up. 100%. Or anxiety about the future. The only thing we have is the present. It's the only thing we have. And that's where we actually change both. We can change the past and we can change the future and or create the future. Now we can't change what happened in the past. Right. But we 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 can um we can look at our attachment to it. Because it's not the story that you tell about what happened. It's the attachment yeah. you have to that story. And that's it's how because I use- it's it's what is known. That's that's the thing. It's it's what's been experienced, what is known, and that is you know, for some people, because they don't know what the future is going to hold, and we all don't know what the future is going to hold, you know, they live in the past, the past is their present. And it's hard for them to, to let go because they don't know what's over, what's over the the hill or whatever, you know what I mean? It could be paradise, but you don't know because you're, you're so afraid of, okay, I, this is all I know. I'm going to keep this because this is, this is what I know. And I don't want to, I don't want to be you know, basically naked in the, in the woods kind of thing. You know, this, I have, I have this backpack. I'm going to carry it, you know, until, you know, whatever. (laughs) Well, and that's, that's why I say when we release something and I do a thing called pattern interrupt. So when we release Mm -hmm. something, we've got to bring something back in. And typically I do that with essential oils. So if you're bringing back in a a feeling of joy or a feeling of or whatever, Mm -hmm. you take some essential oil you breathe it because the olfactory yeah. gland is connected directly to the amygdala and the hypothalamus, which generates emotions. Yeah. 
our past, we're driven by the emotions of the past. So the mind is called cells of recognition. So I release this. Two days later, a week later, I'm back in. And I'm, I'm not, this hasn't been, the new hasn't been cemented yet or, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the mind's like, oh, and it reaches out for what it knows, right? Yeah. Cells of rec- and it brings back that memory or it brings back that thought or it brings back that belief where it brings that back, that emotion. And until we get this new pattern recognition, this new cells mm-hmm. of recognition, that's going to happen. And then people wonder why I keep repeating the same things I do. Why am I yeah. getting the same results? Because you're doing the same thing. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. 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 Joe Dispenza talks about that too. He uh, yeah. speaks of what, you know, your mind or your body doesn't recognize that it's, it's already happened. It exists experiencing that that memory like it's happening all over again so the fear the pain the the sadness the happiness whatever that is whatever that emotion is attached to that memory is is it happens again when you think about it so i i guess that's why a lot of people say i don't want to talk about it i don't want to think about it because they don't want to relive it quote unquote right but it's still there but it's still there there. Mm -hmm. well and that's where and again not to knock therapy because therapy is needed Therapy mm-hmm. has its time, but if we think about most therapy, and not, and I say most, not all, is that what do we do? We just tell our story. So tell yeah. me what happened again. Tell me what happened again. Tell me what happened again. Tell me what happened again. And Emerson said, "What we give energy to grows." Yes. So if we're going to tell a story, let's tell a new story. Let's create. Let's step mm-hmm. into that spirit source, God, power we have to create. That's where I use human design and gene keys um to help you right to help and it's it's kind of the michelangelo theory and this is mm-hmm. you know how do, how do you explain human design in a way that people understand it it's yeah. really tough so yeah. if you know the story of michelangelo he was commissioned to create the statue of david mm-hmm. and he went to the quarry to find a piece of marble and you know they were like giving him the best marble and he's like no no not right not right and in the back of the quarry was this kind of an old, you know, kind of crack, I mean, piece, and he's, I'll take that one. And he took it home and he created yeah. David. Mm-hmm. And when people ask him, how did, what, like, how did you do that? And he, all he said, and it was really simple. All I did was I saw David and I removed everything that wasn't. Wow. That's what I do. That's pretty powerful. I like that. <laughs> That's what I do. Because what we do is we take on other people's facts mm-hmm. and we make them our truths. And they're yeah. not. They're not. Because we don't know. We don't know what we don't know. This is something that I always say, you know. So they're like, okay, well, I guess that's that's true. Or we, we repeat it. We become it. We do it, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, we're like, okay, well, it wasn't successful. Why wasn't it successful? I did everything that they did, you know, because you're just not, you're just not maybe wired to do whatever that is or, or, or exactly. say whatever that is or whatever the case may be. So tell us about this gene keys. I know that you say you work with, with both the human design and gene keys. So you were saying human design is more the, the masculine or the feminine? Well, it's more masculine. Energy. More masculine. So energy. it's more like, okay. it's more like a slap. It's more about okay. showing you who you're not. Okay. That's your not self. That's mm-hmm. what it points out. 
and then you can go deeper into it. But what I love about Gene Keys, so Richard Rudd was an original student of Ra Uruhu when he created Human Design. And he actually had the franchise for the UK for many years. But what he was, there was like, there's something missing. There's something like this. There's still something here. And he went on his own little sabbatical. And it's a really interesting story if you ever get a chance to listen to it. And he was downloaded the 64 Gene Keys. So it follows the same I Ching 64 gates, Mm -hmm. but every one. You have a hologenic profile. And in that, it shows you your life's work. It shows you your evolution. It shows you your radiance. It shows you your purpose. It shows you what's called the Venus sequence is all about our core wounding. Yeah. Part of my journey a year and a half ago is in my SQ, spiritual intelligence, IQ, EQ, SQ. Okay. In my EQ which is formed, which is formed at zero to seven. That's when it's formed from the age of zero to seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I want to take that back. Cause that's not feeling right. I'm, I'm, I'm still a little like blah this morning. Right. So, you get- <laughs> let me come back. so my SQ, my shadow is dishonesty. Mm-hmm. The gift of that is intimacy and it has nothing to do with sex. Yeah. Right? It has everything to do with connection. And then the city is transparency. So I ended a relationship by lying. I, I was dishonest. Yeah. And I went deep in. And Richard says to really go into Gene Keys, there has to be this emotional, <clears throat> right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was, I mean, I thought it was a relationship that was the relationship. I mean, you know, blah. And um, what I realized is just how much of my life I had lived through dishonesty with others, worse yet with myself. Yeah. And, um, and now, I mean, I say things and people are like, I can't believe you told him that. It's like, what you get, what you see is what you get. I am, correct, right? I am, you know, intimacy, into me yeah. see, right? Into me see. I like so that, that's yeah. the, and, and, and now my evolution is all about resourcefulness and wisdom. And it's been so interesting because um, at some of the functions and some of the things I've heard so much, my God, you're so wise. Where did you get the wisdom? Where did you, and I'm thinking, have I reached that? And, right. and cities, cities aren't something you reach. It's for me anyway, it's more about something to touch. It's kind of like, touch just yeah and then i love spending time on my gift and that's resourcefulness that's being a resource for others to move down the path of truth right that's yeah that's that's where i live it's it's beautiful yeah yeah a lot of people call me the connector because i know a little bit about a lot of things and and i that's that's one of the reasons also why i wanted to start this podcast because same thing, you know, therapy is needed. And I had a different um, perspective on therapy when I first started, you know, number one, doing this podcast and actually going through, you know, different therapists to, to talk about grief and healing and all this. And it was for whatever reason at that time, I don't know if I wasn't ready or if I just didn't want to hear it, but I wasn't receptive to it. So that's why I had turned to Reiki. And after doing Reiki for so many years and talking to different people, I was like, I go, you know what? I'm in a different headspace now 
you know, things have kind of, the cloud has cleared a little bit. So maybe I can talk to somebody else and see how that goes. Because, you know, I never want to knock different therapies or different kind of healing modalities yeah. because it, I always say it didn't work for me at this time. For whatever reason, it just didn't work. And now that I have, I think, a different uh, outlook on therapy and different things, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll try it again and see how that goes. You know what I mean? Because I think that's really important because it's, it's having the exposure of different healing modalities that a lot of us, number one, have no idea. Like, I didn't know about Reiki. Uh, my girlfriend, like a friend of a friend told me like, hey, maybe you should try this if you're not going to therapy, you need something. Because they were actually seeing, because they've known me for so long, they knew that I needed whatever that I needed, but I needed something to express myself, to talk about things, to to heal, you know, to to find myself again and kind of figure out, okay, what is it that I want to do moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I, my daughter does Reiki. And that's where she kept saying, dad, you, you really ought to do this. Dad, you really ought to do this. Yeah. And, um, and and typically when people tell me what I should do or what I, I kind of push back, right? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so doing my plant-based medicine journeys and, mm -hmm. and into those, what I found is I can feel, I mean, I can feel people's energy. I can move people's energy. I can, and, and then I thought, okay, yeah, maybe I, maybe I, this is a good path to take. And so I've done one and two mm -hmm. and and this is where um, the visual, I got it during one of my morning practices was a big jar of like clear water, but it had like sediment at the bottom, uh -huh. right? And what Reiki was doing was going. <laughs> and so the water just became this yucky, nasty. And what I realized it was all around relationships and all around the grief I had not handled mm -hmm. um, between loss of, you know, loss of relationships, a lot of death, yes. uh, my mom. Um, I mean, just, and, and so the, all that was just down there. It was just down there, you know, yeah. and no matter what I was trying to do, that energy was still coming up. Um, so yeah, I spent seven weeks with a friend of mine doing um, this grief work. Yeah. And it has been I mean, just it's I, I can't express how I feel. Yeah. And on my board at home, I, I'm a visual, so I've got a whiteboard. Same, same. I've now <laughs> I've now I've now got all the names of who I need to walk through this process with internally to clear that grief at different stages. Yeah. Right. And and from that and my health, I mean, so this is again ongoing journey. We never, I don't believe we ever get there, right? For it's, sure. It's an ongoing journey. It's an ongoing journey. And, and all these modalities, if you look at all of them, they all have value. All have value. For me, what I've realized is I don't need to know them all. Yeah. I, I need to play where I play. And let if, if I need something and I've got somebody else I can refer you to, or I can bring somebody in to do some work with you, that kind of thing. Um, and it, they all got value. And so, for yeah, sure. like you, I don't, I give every one of them that's due. It's, it, it just may not be for me, right? It yeah. just may not be for me. Yeah. And that's, and that was, that was what I actually learned, you know, you know, speaking on the podcast and stuff like that and actually saying things out loud is, you know, is okay. I can't knock things because, 
just because it didn't work for me. Like we were saying, okay, I tried exactly what you tried. It didn't work. It doesn't work. That's not how it is. It didn't work for me. And it's, it's not maybe for me. And I think that's, that's one of the things that a lot of us try to, or, or forget to do is, is have that conversation and, and the words that we speak and all this stuff. And just, you know, there's, there's a place for everybody. There's, there's a thing for everybody. There's a whatever for everybody. We just have to, number one, be exposed to it to even know that it exists, you know? And that's why I would like, I wanted to talk to you about human design and gene keys and all this. And I just, you know, it's like, hey people, like this is, this is maybe an option, you know, try it out, check it out. See if you like it, see if it'll help you. I think it will, it's helped me, but you know, you got to try it to see if, if it works. Well, what's amazing yeah. is I love doing like initial readings mm -hmm. um, of people I don't know, because I'll just run through their chart, you know, yeah. and I'll say, you know, you, you may struggle with this, or this may be something that's coming up for you. Or, and they just look at me like, how do you know How did you know that? You know that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, and, and it's like, because it's you, you're human. There's, and this is, and what I'm doing now, and I love what I'm doing now is I'm starting to work with more parents. And, and Raw actually talked about that human design is not for adults, right? I mean, it really? is, but it's not. What it's really, it's, it's power is children. Because oh, if we wow. think about it, we're programmed in three stages, zero to seven, seven mm -hmm. to 14, 14 to 21, right? Each one of those is essential to our development, emotional development, physical development, mental development. And if we can if we can work with our children mm -hmm. in the correct way, in their design, God, I mean, it gives me chills of the possibility of what our future world will be. Wow. Now, That's pretty amazing, yeah. You and I can dig in there and take some stuff and go, oh yeah, that doesn't fit anymore. We can throw it away and we can be that role model. But I'll tell you, my daughter's doing that. Her son, her, his design is that of a manifester. He's mm -hmm. two. And if you know anything about manifestors, one, they know what they want. Yes. Two, they're not self-behavior is anger. And for him, he, he's just now really learning how to communicate, i.e. Mm -hmm. talk. But he'll, you know, he'll say something. And if you don't get it, he'll grab your hand and he'll take you. Like, <laughs> Help me. And that's the thing. Help me. Yeah. And if he doesn't get what he, I mean, oh my God, he has these. And what's beautiful about her is she just lets him. Yeah. She doesn't stop him. She just lets him. And she's now working on, I remember the other day we were together and I don't remember even what happened. And she just let him, you know, do this. And she goes, okay. And his name's Barrett. And uh -huh. she goes, okay, Barrett, are you ready to breathe now? Can we do some breathing? I she's teaching it. him breathing. Mm -hmm. She's teaching him. That's what one thing I never had, right? And many adults never had. Our parents For just sure. didn't know that. They just didn't, they weren't raised that way. Correct. Yeah. No. Correct. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's what's cool. I'm getting more and more people are, I'm doing more couples because I can do connection charts mm -hmm. and that shows compromise channels and dominance channels. And, and, and then I, I'm doing it with kids. It's, it's just a really fulfilling, fulfilling that's process. Beautiful. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. So where can everybody find you? And if they wanted to get their their chart done or a couple's chart, where can everybody find you to be able to do that? Yeah, and do you do so, it in person and in on Zoom as well? I or? do. I do. Okay. Yep, I do. Um, so my website 
is uh, www.focuspointsolution, single, not solutions, but solution. Okay. Um, the best way probably, and there's some stuff on there, and it's, I'll tell you, it's not the best. I don't get much of my, my uh, most of my stuff comes from referrals. Um, that's one of the things I learned sure. from human design is I'm designed for sales. Like I can yes. sell, I've sold, you know, fire gloves. I've sold million dollar fire trucks. Mm-hmm. What I'm not designed to do is sell myself. So this whole model of, you know, push marketing and all that stuff that's out there yeah. has never worked for me. And I never knew why, like, yeah. why did that work? Everybody else is doing, like you said. So the other way to do it is just send me an email and that's okay. Robert at focuspointsolution.com. Awesome. Because right now my website is, I spent about a day and a half on it the other day. And, you know, I just, it's, it's, I'll just tell you, it's a mess. It's, it's, <laughs> but, but it, it's, you know, it's out there. It's, it's a know. presence. It's there. It, yeah, exactly. It's a presence that they say you need, right? right. They say you right. need, but that's the best way is just to email me. And then I have, I have some different options of different programs um, that I offer. That's awesome. No, thank you so much for giving us the time and talking about this. And we'd love to have you back. The, the, the door is open uh, whenever you want to come back. Absolutely. I'd love it. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. You, you've made my morning. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Talk soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Please remember to rate and review and also follow us on the gram. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, also on Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you guys so much for the love and support. See you next time.